hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. I'm not going to lie. I am. I had to go and find happy endorphins today in the form of getting up early to go buy cronuts um, because it really feels like the world is falling apart. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to deny it. I want to acknowledge it because I feel like a lot of people on socials are just like, why do we care about these things? Like, because, you know, we talk about celebrity culture and, and like intellectualizing it in a way. And I just want to acknowledge that like, yes, the world in a sense is falling apart. <laughs> and we are trying to hunt for that, for those happy endorphins. Um, yeah. Little blue dot <laughs> us on said little blue dot. <laughs> Why does it matter? Does it matter? No. Um, I'm so glad that you got your cronuts today. I can't say I've ever had one, but it sounds like it's really would be delicious. I'm not someone who would like, I love a croissant. But I don't think I would ever seek out like a donut. But I feel like whenever mm. I have one, I'm like, oh, why don't I eat these more? Um, but yeah, They're no, good. totally I mean, agree. Oh, you can't go what? wrong with like a nice fluffy like fried donut. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like I would rather eat something savory. Like I'm a savory person no, every yeah. time. Every mm. time. It could be 8 o'clock in the morning, put f- fresh fries in front of me mm, or like yeah. a donut or even a croissant. I'm going to go for the fries. I'm a yeah. I'm a savory kind of gal. Um, love the salt. Um, but no, to to go back to what you were saying, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> when I was like, okay, what's going on in the world? I was, you know, trying to like brush up on the celebrity gossip. And literally, there's just no good news, it seems, out there, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like it would be a miss of ours if we didn't just kind of address the fact mm-hmm. that, like, yes. Roe versus Wade overturned. Yep. Um, and you know, we're not we're we're here to make you laugh. We're here to to ask the questions that no one else is asking, i.e., do you fold or scrunch? And how do you wipe your <laughs> asshole? Um, but I mean, I feel like I don't know, I feel like I still can't even like process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like why and what and how? And like, you know, we're very lucky that we live in a state that is I you know for all intents and purposes, for what we know now, going to protect those rights. Yeah. But I, I do think that we need to address, like, disgusting, ridiculous. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Yeah. Don't tell me I what mean, to fucking do. <laughs> I think we can all agree at this point that, like, you know, we tend to steer away, I think, from politics on the show for very good reason. I think we've, like, as a society, become very divisive and polarized to a degree. But, like, this is a show run by fucking women. Um, we will not accept anyone telling us what we can, what we should, what we shouldn't do with our bodies. Um, and I think it's just wild that we're at this point where politicians and I was actually doing the research the other day since I am the brain, y'all. And I was looking <laughs> at the um, 
because I, I, I at, at some point I was like, I can't keep looking at the negative because everyone is like in this downward spiral. And I was like, well, what can be done? Yes. Right. Like Roe v. Wade to a degree, the, the, I think the safety and protection of bodily autonomy and I think medical privacy is something that can actually be codified by Congress and Senate and whatnot. And I started looking at the actual like age average demographic. So in the U.S., the average age of all citizens is about, I think it's like 33.8 years old. Um, and okay, that makes you feel age, pretty good. <laughs> right? I'm below oh the average age. <laughs> We're a young, we're a young generation, or a young, I guess, group on average. Um, but then, when you look at the average age of Senate, it's about sixty-four, and if you look at the average age of the House of Representatives, it's fifty-eight. We literally have people who aren't even representative of the demographic of diversity in the United States, or like diversity of age, or I think interests really to a degree um, that are representing us, and so. You know, I, um, I'm hoping for some change. I'm hoping, you know, I'm trying to think of the positives of like how we can all move forward. Um, because yes, it was like, we can all take a moment to grieve, but at the end of the day, like we're going to get up, we're going to dust ourselves off and we're going to find a way to move forward. Um, yeah. And if anybody needs a place to stay, by all means, reach out. That's Come and hang out with me in, in, in wine country, if you will, while, you know. Wink, wink. Maddie will nurse you back to health. Um, Maddie is a very good mom. Um, I make yeah, a that mean is... breakfast burrito. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, Alina she does. will tell you. Tater tots and all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, like I get mad when people tell me. Okay, the other day I bought a bike. I don't know if you know this. I bought a bike and I left it at my friend's house in Santa Monica for like a year. And then my nephew is staying with us for a couple of months. And I was like, okay, you don't have a driver's license. You know, let me just bring the bike here. So I went. I got this thing like all like, you know, what's the word, lubed up and shit. And they did a tune up. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was like, you know what? I want to ride the bike. And so it was like eight o'clock in the morning and I was like, I'm going to go get some milk for my coffee. And Mark was like, you didn't get a helmet. And I was like, I'm literally going (laughs) 0.75 miles. It's a straight shot. I'm going to ride the side streets. And he was like, you're not going anywhere without a helmet. You know how unsafe that is? And I was like, I'm sorry. Who the fuck do you think you like? And like we got into it over a helmet, and he was like, he literally told me, um, he goes, if you ride that bike without a helmet, he was like, I will slash your tires. (gasps) (laughs) I know, I know, I know exactly. Right? Like, I feel like people are probably like, what? Who did that? There's no way Mark did that because Mark is just not like that at all. But he felt so strongly and like passionately about my about my safety, which I appreciated. I really did. I think I just showed a nipple, um, which I really appreciated. But I was also just like, like the the anger I felt because mm-hmm. he was purely because he was telling me what to do. So mm-hmm. all I'm saying is, I get angry for a lot less than someone telling me what I can do with my body. So yeah, yeah. Um, again, yeah. we're not going to keep going down this path, but just wanted to kind of address that. Maybe that's why the mood in the world isn't feeling yeah. a little bit extra heavy. Yeah, I think that it sets a very dangerous precedent. And I think everyone, not just women, like should be concerned. Like this Mm -hmm. removes, I think, the right to bodily autonomy in a lot of ways and medical privacy and just privacy in general. And I think that this, once again, just 
if you look down the road, you might not care now. I know some people are just like, well, I don't care. You know, I live in a blue state or I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But um, I think people should be concerned just because of it's not just women's rights at this point. Like what the door that it opens is really, really dangerous, especially for a country that prides itself on freedom. Um, And so with that, you know, whether whatever your politics, um, I think it's time for us to get into our basic bitch quickies. What do you think? Yes, Lena? but before that, I think we just need to cheers to the fact cheers. that there's wine to get us through these fucking days. <laughs> the world is falling apart on this little blue dot. <laughs> okay, so um, again, lots of, lots of just shit going on in the world. But there's also, you know, our favorite celebrities. They're always keeping us entertained. So um, with that, Mads, you want to tell our new listeners what our BBQs are? Yes. For new listeners, you get to learn a whole bunch about us in just the first like few minutes of this episode. Um, But yeah, uh, our basic bitch quickies are essentially where, you know, it's our segment where we do a lightning round of top headlines. Uh, We've also incorporated a sort of interesting questions that we come about as well as like what would you do scenarios and sometimes we include like show reviews and and all of that good stuff um and so we have a few things that we're going to give sort of our top of mind thoughts on for today Alina, are you ready let's fucking do it dun 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 okay <laughs> so first things first we all know i am a massive queen bee fan Massive. I mean, if you're if you're not a Queen Bee fan, I feel like you're probably not from this world, and you should just get the fuck out. Because who is it? Well, I feel like some people are pretty polarized about her, which is interesting. Because I always thought, you know, who who could hate Beyonce? But um, some folks do, and it's kind of interesting to see people be so viscerally angry about her. <laughs> but okay, I digress. <laughs> um, she came out with she dropped her new song, "Break My Soul." Um, which I absolutely loved. Um, but there's been a lot of interesting, I think, debate around some of the narrative or rhetoric in the song itself, especially around quitting jo- the job and how they're taking too much out of you. Um, <laughs> and it's to a degree kind of spiraled a revolution, but then there are those who are saying other things. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, okay, so before we talk about the irony of Beyonce telling anybody to quit their job and that they need their soul more than they need their rent paid, um, I'm just going to say... Economy, in the middle of a pandemonium? Bitch, what about my $8 avocados? I need avocado money. I'm a millennial. Um, no, but 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 real talk. I okay, The first time I heard it, I was like, okay, I can be down with this. And then like I listened to it again and I was like, why doesn't Beyonce sing anymore? Mm. Like when was the last time she sang on an album? Because she's not singing in this one. She uh, also, like I feel like Lemonade in its entirety, she just growled. So I actually like, love the Lemonade album. Love it. Love Lemonade. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a it's full of bangers. But what I'm saying yeah. is Queen B is Queen B for a lot of reasons. But like one of the main reasons is because... She's one of the most talented people on this planet. Her voice is yeah. beautiful. So you're basically saying that like her full register isn't being utilized in some of her more recent work. Register, she's just either yelling or growling into the microphone. Like I, I she doesn't sing on on these songs. I thought Sandcastle was good. 
But like, I need mm-hmm. like a Beyonce, like I'm going to need to hear some falsetto. I need like a listen fair enough. kind of okay, song. You know enough. what I mean? Like, come on, I'll give, give me that. some of that. Like, let me hear your voice. I just feel like it's all so produced. Yeah. It's like, she's not using her voice and that kind of makes me sad. Yeah. And that, that, that's all I have to say about that. Like, will I bop to it? Sure. Yeah. But I just feel like it's. It just, like I, I feel like she literally went in there. She probably spent twelve minutes in the studio, and then was like, "Cool, producers, take it from here." And then they just like, you know, it, it like made it what it was. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, I, 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 I'm disappointed. That's all I'm saying. So I've only listened to it maybe once or twice, and I was into it. But I think that there's two schools of thought outside of kind of like what your thought process. I think it's actually kind of interesting that you bring that up because I. I haven't heard anyone say that. And and now that I think about it, it's like, oh, wow, actually. Um, But there are sort of two additions to your school of thought here. One is that a lot of people love the song and we're immediately like making TikToks and jokes about how they're going to fucking quit their jobs. (laughs) Please don't do that. I assure you, you're not Beyonce. (laughs) And they can break your soul and they will. Right now in this economy, they will. And you should let them. Just saying. We all got to do shit we don't want to do sometimes. In this economy, in the middle of a pandemonium, I think not, sir. Um, but so so some people are saying that it's going to be like the song of a revolution because I don't know if you're aware of all of this like ideology around the fact that empires fall after like 240 years. And especially mm-hmm. astrologists are talking about how we're in the U.S. is in its Pluto return, which usually denotes the end of empires. And so a lot of people are like, oh, this is going to be like the song of like the end of this empire and the end of capitalism. Um, so there's like one school of thought there. And of course, there's a spectrum within that. And then there's the other side, which is just like, who the fuck does Beyonce think she is? And this isn't my thought process, other people's thought process. Who the fuck does she think she is by telling people to quit their jobs because it breaks their soul? Do you even, have you ever experienced that feeling yourself to know that your soul is being broken by like having to work the nine to five and having to make ends meet and being paycheck to paycheck? Um, So yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that feels like yeah, like, does she actually understand what, what she's putting out there? Like, there are people who are actually suffering. And then there's a thought of me, too, that's like, well, it's a banger, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, I don't know. Like, I was actually reading some of the Am I the Asshole, th- like, thread. And mm-hmm. what I was going to say is, like, I would hope to God that people wouldn't be so stupid that they would literally quit their jobs because a Beyonce song told them to. Like, but then I then I literally read this and I was just like, oh, maybe maybe we're not the most intelligent species. Like, he, like there there are some people that that wait, bear with me, bear with me. Some of the I'm shit that people you. have to like ask out loud. I'm like, sorry, no offense. Like, you're fucking stupid. You're dumb. You shouldn't have to ask the public that on a forum. You should know damn well. It's like, oh, I'm bleeding out. Do you think it's okay? Like, wh- what? No, what? go the, like, <laughs> do you know, like, that's not a literal thing that I saw on Am I the Asshole? But like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, right? Like, I, just, I do yeah. feel like sometimes I think about it and I'm like, maybe we're not as well off as a species as I thought. Um, so, I kind of agree. Like, I don't think like who the fuck does she think she is? I think that she's just trying to like express on behalf of people, but like also really does she know? 
Yeah, I mean, like, you're off on yachts in, like, the Riviera, exactly. French Riviera. Like, Exa- do you really exactly. understand what it's like to have to live paycheck to paycheck? Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, but then it kind of goes back to, well, are people just being mean to be mean, just to, like, hate on someone? Mm. Or is it that, you know, this is an artist who's trying to communicate frustrations of a community on a wide-scale basis? Or is it her just trying to be relatable when in actuality she is not relatable? <laughs> Um, I feel like it's probably more of the, not the latter, but the third, right? Uh, like, I, I think she's trying to be relatable and I think she's probably trying to just express on behalf of a community. What is going on with celebrities trying to be relatable right now when in actuality they're also flaunting their wealth on like the other side of the spectrum? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going on a yeah. little bit too much nowadays where yeah. it's like, I'm trying to be relatable and be with the people. But then it's like the next day you see them like dropping X amount of money on like a private Disney VIP tour, Kardashians, I'm fucking looking at y'all. Um, and then having the peasants in line watch them ride the ride. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think that that's what Beyonce does, but I feel like I just think she could do a lot more with her platform, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like again, she's queen, love her. She's incredibly talented. I mean, sometimes I just get shivers thinking about the four tour, like her concert for mm. that tour. Like, oh, amazing. I've watched it many times. But I also kind of feel like she's like, she's a different kind of diva than say like Mariah Carey. Like, I feel like Mariah Carey is like, I'm a fucking diva because you know what? I can be. Whereas I feel like Beyonce, like she kind of went dark. She doesn't do anything for the fans. She doesn't even like, comment on shit she's literally just like well british vogue dropping an album i think to your point there are celebrities who do good and are they utilize their platform to do good and bring Mm -hmm. like you know sort of the message and PR around certain like charities and stuff like that. and i think she's done it to some degree but usually only when there's like a massive crisis but other than that, yeah, I mean, she does tend to go dark. Like, she yeah. doesn't get involved in politics as much. Um, I feel like she did in the Obama years, and then we didn't really hear from yeah. that much from her, um, or Jay-Z for that matter. I think also that she she just steers away from the public eye. Yes. Um, Which, like, good for her that bit. she... Good for her that she's managed to figure out how the fuck to do that with her level of celebrity, right? Because I, yeah. there are a lot of celebrities and I'm like, who the hell are you? They're like YouTubers and TikTokers. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And we're spending our time and our ad dollars on this? Like, I, I don't, I've never heard of this person. And we're worried about like what their dog ate for dinner. Meanwhile, Beyonce, like I couldn't tell you how. I don't even yeah. think I've seen a picture of the twins. Like, you know, so it's, it's kind of incredible to me that she has man that they, they have managed to do that again with their level of wealth and celebrity. But at the same time, like, I guess to go back to the original point about the song, like, it does seem a little bit, not, I don't think the word is hypocritical, but like, you're, I I feel like she's kind of playing with fire here because if there are, like, there's literally people who are like, yeah, a song of a revolution, like, death to capitalism. But at the same time, like, she's not necessarily doing anything for these people that, are being exploited. 100%. She's not doing yeah. anything for people yeah. whose souls are being broken living paycheck to paycheck, right? She's just like f- fueling think, that shit. But what, what's on the other side of that? And I don't think that she thought about, sorry, not to cut you off, but I don't think she thought about the ramifications and like, yeah. what's going to happen when these people do that? And then they look to you like, Beyonce, you told us to do it. Let's go. 
be our leader. Let's go, bitch. Let's do this. Um, I think she has a tendency, though, from like an art form standpoint to make political or like some kind of commentary. And I think that's what this was, right? It's like, if you think about it, there's been this whole talk around the great resignation and a lot of people have like changed their jobs and quit during COVID and found like alternative ways in which to make money to pursue what they want to pursue. (laughs) And I think part of it was that of like trying to make the commentary around that to a degree. But then also it's like, homegirl, like you don't understand the struggle or the experience. And this is and this is coming from like a true Beyonce fan, right? Like I've gone to her concerts, like I was there at Baychella, like I adore her, love her. I think she's like phenomenal as an artist. But um, yeah, I mean, a little bit of concern as, you know, in regards to what you're saying with, you know, you're putting this out there, especially in the middle of like an economic downturn potential of us definitely going into a recession um and like you know like people are are struggling like be careful with what you put out there like you have to use your platform for good and so yeah I mean I'm kind of I'm I'm still like up in the air but yeah I think it just feels irresponsible again like knowing it's not like she released this in like March 2022 or March 2021 or June or whatever. It's not like she released it in the middle of like everybody fucking thriving. And, you know, like uh, I just, I feel like there's so many people who are in a a different place than they maybe were when they were like, yeah, fuck the man. I'm going to go paint for a living or I'm going to go like host Airbnbs or I'm going to go be a crypto person. Sorry, I know that might be too soon. Um, Or I'm going to, you know, like just, I I feel like, yes, like there are a lot of people who found their happiness and found their truth and whatever and are following their dreams and shit. And they're not dealing with corporate America or whatever the man is in in their version of whatever it is. But I feel like, yeah, like it is also maybe a little bit, I think it's irresponsible, maybe a little insensitive to almost like highlight, Hey, you hate that job. Guess what? You're stuck. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah like, I, I love her. And I think the song is, like I said, I'll bop to it. If I hear it, probably won't listen to it in the car. It's not my favorite song of hers. Mm. But I feel like somebody on her team should have had a little bit of foresight to be like, hmm, let's think about this in the current climate that we're in. And the, the crazy thing is, like, Beyonce will never get canceled, right? But well, I feel like if yeah. this was a different person... But there it are might. a lot of people, though, who are coming at her for releasing yeah. this song. Like, a lot of people. And I was actually surprised about it because I was just like, oh, it's just like another bop, whatever. But no, there are a lot of people who are very upset with her for releasing this. Okay, well, yeah. I understand so we'll it is all I'm saying. And I don't necessarily think it's like a fucking musical masterpiece that we should all defend it personally. Fair. I think that she's, Fair. you know, I need, just need to hear her sing. It's like how I felt about Adele. All of this buildup, all this buildup. Come on. You made me wait seven years and you gave yeah, me actually. a hello with a different name. Just yeah. Um, Alina's really opinionated y'all about her musicians and what they come out with. Just saying. I'm sorry. Use your talent. I need to cry. I want to cry. <laughs> like Adele. I want to feel something. Feel the, like, really? <laughs> really? I don't want, and, and that something better not be, oh, I heard this song before. That's not what I want to think when I hear your song. Also, Beyonce's song sounds like six other songs from the 90s. So, same, same. Okay, Creativity, we're moving people. on. Y'all, moving on. we're moving on, y'all. <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> I just want to hear, I just want to feel something. Good. I want to feel something. 
Oh God, I'm so numbed by everything that's happening to me. Make me feel something. God damn it. Um, oh my God. On this little blue dot, y'all. <laughs> this is becoming a great episode, by the way. Um, okay. Next okay. on the list, um, our usual on? Kardashian family update. Um, but really, it has to do with Kendall Jenner. So I'm sure you all have seen Kendall Jenner and Devin have broken up officially. How are we okay. feeling about this? Because literally a couple of days ago, there were reports and sources that were saying Devin was out in Arizona, cuddling up to some women in Scottsdale, living his living it up. Um, I don't think he's, I mean, maybe he could be, you know, trying to fill the hole in his heart, but I highly doubt that. I think he's just parting it up now that he's single. So, okay, for our listeners... See, I'm remembering context um, for our it. listeners. Sources are saying that, you know, Kendall and Devin, they're both super busy. They're two, you know, very, very, very successful. I want to say kids. <laughs> they're, they're also young, right? They're yeah. younger than me. Um, I think they're like 26-ish, give or take. And, you know, you know what so drives they, me up the wall now is whenever I see yeah. celebrities and I realize that I'm like, oh, like, that's cool. I really like them. And then I, there's this like voice in the back of my head that tells me, check how old they are on Google. And I proceed to check how old they are. <laughs> and then when I see that they're younger than me, I just start to like well up with tears in my eyes. Like, I'm getting so old. Like we're getting to that point now where celebrities and musicians and people that we're watching are actually younger than us. Uh, Doja Cat, younger than us. Cardi B, younger than us. Fun no, she's not. Cardi B. How old is Cardi B? Age. 29 years old. <gasps> You're welcome. Did I just fuck up your life? You're welcome. I feel like this is how you felt when you found out that Pete Davidson is 27. Um, okay. <laughs> exactly. So, let's continue with the context, but I just had so, to tell you. <laughs> so basically, um, sources are reporting that, you know, Kendall and Devin, they've been together for two years now. They've had a really low key relationship. I feel like nobody even knew they were dating until they were like together for mm-hmm. 18 months. But they um, they broke up due to just like differences in future plans, i.e. they got back from Courtney and or Kravis's wedding. And, you know, after being there and just watching PDA for however long in Italy, you know, I guess that they realized that she was looking for career plus marriage and him just career. So um, first of all, I just want to say that, first of all, the Kardashians have been very quiet. Over the last week, I'm surprised. I'm a little bit surprised. So let's see what happens next week. But um, mm, Kim came out in a Good Morning um, interview, and she was talking about her relationship with Pete and the Marilyn Monroe news. dress. Like that was a whole thing. Okay, fine. But like old news, I don't care anymore about old that. News. Fine. I mean, it wasn't um, anything like to cry home to mom about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Like I, it's fine. But. Um, but I mean, just in general, there's no scandal this week. Usually, there's literally mm. one to two scandals every single week. Mm. What? One thing I heard, and it's through uh, the rumor mill, that Khloe Kardashian is dating some like financier guy. Mm. That was like one thing I saw. I know, but it, nothing's been but, confirmed yet, though. Nothing's confirmed. We have no photos. And once again, it's not a scandal. Or it didn't happen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, no, about, about, about Kendall and Devin, I don't, I don't really feel anything about this breakup. I feel like. Yeah. They were super low key. We didn't know anything. We didn't know enough about them to like have an opinion about them. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. very good looking couple. Totally get why they're dating. But also, like, I feel like there may not have been that much going on in terms of conversation between the two of them. I love Kendall, but she's like, she's just really quiet. And he also, doesn't I seem to be that outgoing either. 
Did you watch, I think for me, like Kendall's like going down like a very weird, not weird because, you know, like I'm all about alternative health and stuff too, but the way that they framed it on the fucking show, like she's really going off the deep end, I think on the alternative health route. Oh, because she has that like cryo chamber and then she has a like thermal bath. fucking room dedicated to these like alternative forms (sighs) of like wellness and shit. And she's like, yeah, I'm really into wellness these days. And I was like, that is... A little extra homegirl, but I guess if you have the money, nonetheless, yeah, I'm just trying to make the point that I don't feel like he would be on the same path <laughs> as her in regards to that. Um, mm-hmm. And then just adding that, you know, I think it was the wedding, like going to her sister's wedding that put them on the breakup path because it put, th- according to sources, it put things in a perspective for her that like she wanted, to, I think, to get more serious. And he was like, nah, my career is critical. Can you imagine being like that guy that had the nerve to like not want to wife up Kendall Jenner? Like, I think she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. She is. She's very, she's very pretty. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Also, side note, I don't know if you saw her Instagram today, but she was like sunbathing nude. And so she posted a photo of herself just like ass up on a, on a sun lounger. And yeah. So good for you, bitch. I wonder Wait, if they get back up? together. No, just on her stomach. Oh, okay. Like reading a book or something. Nice. Good for it's her. It's like, good for you, man. Show him what he's missing because Jesus Christ, I mean, not everybody looks like Kendall Jenner. Honestly, though, like I feel like when you're in a world of celebrity, like there's just probably a perspective that we don't have in regards to the level of interest that you get from people. So... Honestly, when people tell her so many more fish in the sea, like, honestly, you've got a lot of fucking fish in the sea for you. You got a lot of sharks, a lot of octopi, a lot of whales. <laughs> you got a lot, Kendall. So just pick and choose. I'm interested to see who she dates next. I feel like that family doesn't have a lot of luck with NBA players, and I kind of like want them to stay away from them. I just don't think it works out for them. They need to like stay, steer clear of like athletes. I think we've kind of like learned our lesson. I think mm-hmm. as a collective, steer clear of athletes. Like I learned this lesson in college, right? You like mess around with the athletes. You hook up oh. with the athletes, but you don't marry the athletes. You heard it hot here take. first. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever. No, you've never hooked up with an athlete, girl. I don't think so. Which is really sad because I'm five ten. Yeah, I'm actually very surprised yeah. by that. Like, I would have. I was no. about to say something so messed up. I thought you would have been really popular. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making you sound like an absolute whore. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks. But we okay. all know that's not the case here on the basic of the brain. Alina's the prude, as we all know. Um, <laughs> no, but I meant like popular in the sense of like you're very social, obviously gorgeous. You are like in a sorority, which like puts you, I think, at a different like social tier within college. So in my head, I would have been like, oh, like I would have been surprised that you didn't date an athlete. But I, you know, that that's no. where my head was going. Not that you're a whore. Of course you're not. <laughs> Love no. you. Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think we're done with uh, the Kendall and Devin breakup. So, Maddie, what's next on the docket? <laughs> Should I stop drinking wine? Is this is this the point where people cut me off? Is that is that no, what's I happening? Think that this is the point when we pour you another glass. Okay. Good. 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 Um, so we have options here. There is an "Am I the Asshole" piece. 
Or there's an article I came about where essentially men were asking women questions that they really wanted to know. And I thought some of these questions were really intriguing and I figured we could do our part in answering some of these. So I I think I'll throw it to you. Like, what do you, what, what do you feel like? Well, I didn't understand the question. (laughs) Oh, which one would you like to do? I feel like the questions Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do questions. Let's do questions. Cause I feel like there are some really interesting ones and funny ones. Okay, cool. So the first question on this list, when you're platonic friends with a man, do you want to be treated exactly how he treats his male friends in terms of tone, the inside jokes, and the way time is spent? Or is there an expectation to be treated differently as a woman? So I think this is a really interesting one. And I feel like there's a difference if you're married versus if you're not married. Ooh, good one. Or like, like if you're in a relationship versus if you're not, like if you're, in, if I'm in a, I am in a relationship, but like, you know, being in a relationship. <laughs> are you, are you sure? You want to double check that? Um, <laughs> Especially after no. that helmet situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, literally I knew that he was right, but in my head I was just like, don't fucking tell me what to do. I was so mad. Um, and again, just to, just to reiterate, I'm not saying that I have, like, we're not going into politics. Whether or not that is or is not my belief, like my political belief, like just don't fucking tell me what to do. Literally, like exactly. I'm the kind of person where like if you tell me it's hot in here, I'm like, no, it's cold. <laughs> just I'm sweating in here. I think that's why I said that. But um, okay, so sorry. So to go back to that. Um, yeah, I think if you're in a relationship, you want mm. to be treated or like it's, yeah, like you want to be treated like a guy. And by, by like a guy, I don't think it really is like a guy, but like I'm okay with you treating me the way you treat your other friends. Like I'm, I'm, but, but I'm also someone who's like cool with like dirty jokes. I'm also cool with someone who, you know, like I, I, I'm not necessarily going to play video games with you or anything like that, but like I'm down to go get a beer or whatever. Um, but I feel like when I was single, mm. no, like, I, like I, I feel like it's just the whole like inside joke stuff like that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like I want to hear about the girls you're fucking. I definitely want to hear like that perspective, but I'm also just that kind of person but I feel like I probably, when I was single, I probably like would have been fine with slash preferred that you like paid for my dinner and drinks. <laughs> oh my God, we're talking about this again. <laughs> I can bring any topic around to this. So. To this, to this particular thing. Um, this what is a sore point for Alina. <laughs> um I think it's so interesting that you talk about the differentiation between how you treat a woman like in a platonic relationship with a man when you're single versus how you'd want to be treated as if, if you were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I think about that, I think about more of like being a little bit more conservative because I feel like, and this is going to be controversial. Okay. I'm like preparing myself because I don't know what you're going to say. You got to prepare yourself for this. I don't necessarily think that a dude can be purely platonic with his relationships with a woman. A straight man. Why? I don't know. I've had conversations with guys and like, and I've asked, like, if I weren't married, like, would you try? And they were like, yeah, 100%. Like, okay. And we don't all like have an ass that doesn't quit. All right. Oh so God, stop. But I feel like it's, it's like a thing. And I don't know if it's agreed upon. And please, for our users or our list users, <laughs> our listeners, if you like believe otherwise, but I just have this feeling that it's like if your friend is single and she's a female, like of course you're gonna have the inside jokes, but then there's also gonna be like the dirty jokes, the like, you know, the like 
potential like weird tension between you two of like a sexual nature because if you both are single. But I think that that might be a different kind of platonic male friend. Like I definitely have male friends that I've only ever thought of as male friends. Um, no, 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 100%. But I think for women, it's a lot easier to differentiate that versus... Okay, oh, fine. sounds so shitty because we're talking about gender roles. But like to a degree, I do think it is easier for women to just like put that hard line down of like, no, you've been friend zoned. But I think for dudes, like if you were single and like they're going to shoot their shot. Do you think that's just because like guys want to fuck anything that walks? Or do you think that that's because they like you and that's maybe why, like what made them want oh to be God, your friend? Oh my God, has every guy I've ever come into contact with that has loved me? Is that one? Am I just better than everyone else? No, I'm just You kidding. do have an ex that doesn't quit, so. No. Um, I don't know. I think this is like a tough one because for me, like when I'm around my guy friends, like I want them to be like honest, open. And I do have guy friends who are very frank with me and I really appreciate that. But I do think that there's this level of like, like type of jokes that I guess I like an openness to that sexual tension that I am not comfortable with because I'm married and out of respect for Pierre. I'm just trying to think of like my guy friends that are straight that don't have like has anybody ever crossed the line? You know what I mean? Like sometimes they will, there are times where, with that, where that line gets crossed. And I feel like when you're single, it's fine because you can just push the advances. But I feel like as a, I don't know, as a married woman, fine. I'll say it that way. As a married woman, I maybe mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more conservative in the sense that like I'm not comfortable if that line is crossed. I, I genuinely, now that I'm saying this, I don't know that I've, that it's been crossed since I've been married. But I've been married for a third of my fucking life, so there's that. But That's um, fair. but also a lot of your guy, straight guy friends, I think, are also Mark's friends, right? Uh, yeah, but I do have I do have straight guy friends, but I feel like a lot of them are in relationships as well. Let's okay, be real; see. most of my guy friends are gay. This is why I'm really sh- uh, like yeah. I, I was like gonna say I was like most of our guy friends are, the, but I'm literally thinking like heterosexual, like, like straight. Yeah. Sister, no, no, I guess males. I guess I. I I guess what what I really am trying to say now that I'm like kind of thinking about what I said initially is like now I'm totally cool. You know, just 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 behave like a normal human being. Don't make it fucking yeah. weird. Because yeah. there's a re- like there's don't a make it weird. weird. There you go. Don't make but, it weird. But I feel like when I was straight, when I was straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> is there something you're not telling me? <laughs> Oh is God, this, is this just... the episode where you come out? <laughs> Surprise. My name is Michelle. I'm dating someone who goes by they, them. Um, non-binary, oh by the way. God. That means that they don't identify with the gender. No. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I was just trying to think of, like, who is my straight friends is what I'm thinking. No, I guess what I, what I was really trying to say is that I think as a single, when I was single, I probably mm. was exploiting. Mm. There we go. Exploiting the friendship a little bit more, if I'm being honest with myself. Okay. Yeah. And not necessarily like there was never any intentions, but like now, you know, obviously it's in a, it's, I think, kind of inappropriate, right? For, yeah. A straight, so yeah, single so I guy think it, to buy. Yeah. So it's like, there's like different shades of this. It's like the shades of platonic, but then also the shades of like type of like normal human being behavior, right? Like, which is yeah. kind of interesting. 
Okay. This is interesting. Okay. But that that's how I feel about it. I think I'm I think I'm just like more willing to exploit it and therefore I expect something out of it. But that's not a surprise to anybody. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on before we get into trouble. Um Okay, so I think I have a couple here. Okay, so this one is an interesting one because I thought I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, do women get the pee shiver? I know sometimes I'll be pissing and there's an uncontrolled shiver as I'm finishing up. Does that happen with women at all? I literally read this and I was like, what the fuck is a pee shiver? No clue. Okay, so you, you've never experienced this. I don't think so. Does that literally mean like like I'm cold? Yeah, I guess like you do like that. I've never had a pee shiver in my life. That's, I no. mean, I'm not shaming anybody's bodily functions. If that's what happens to you, by all means, let us know. If that's but, what happens uh, I to you, like, you should probably go to a doctor because it's not <laughs> fucking normal. I feel like this is like a do you sit or stand when you wipe kind of question. Maybe there are people who do pee shiver. So now you need to like ask your group of friends, <laughs> be like, yo, do you have, do you shiver after you pee? But is it like a, like a, I feel like in my head I've been keep that when my dogs go to the bathroom and then like shake off. <laughs> they shake off afterwards. Is that like what that means? That's I don't understand. Is it like a, a natural reaction to like, oh, I'm done? Is it like a, d- does the guy think that they're just like shaking it off and that's a shiver? I'm, I'm a little bit unclear about this question. Because mm. you know how guys shake it off, right? Yeah, yeah. They shake like their penis. Yes, I, yeah. I, I know that. But it's they more shake. so like they get like a shiver, like an actual like bodily shiver. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know what that is. Did you it's ask weird. Pierre? No, I didn't actually when I read this. Okay. But I will now. We'll I know. I'm going to ask says. Mark and see what, see. I'm going to, I'm going to ping him right now. Oh my God, I'm so poor. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ping him. <laughs> when you talk about your husband and say you're going to ping them, God, get a lot. Oh Lord. Um, okay. So, America. okay. Corporate America. Uh, so this is an interesting one. What kind of common behavior makes a guy seem creepy or unattractive? Oh dear God! <laughs> How much yeah, time do we have? List. <laughs> um, what makes a guy seem creepy? Yeah, staring too much. I think the staring and the looking up and down. Like clearly, they are eye fucking you. You know what I mean? And like without bounds. You know what I mean? Like I feel like eye fucking is okay when it's like you and them looking at each other from across the room, you know? And like clearly yeah. there's sexual tension there. But if you're like solo, like clearly violating them with your eyes and looking at like their curves, their boobs, their like that to me is like, <laughs> Once again, I don't have an ass. It doesn't quit. So I don't know how many times this <laughs> happened to me. Um, or maybe I feel like I'm also just kind of like oblivious to things around me nowadays. Like I literally just like keep, keep it moving, keep it fucking moving. Um, yeah, like no, yeah. So I, I definitely think like staring or any kind of just like, like literally, you know, if you're being creepy, right? Um, yeah. I also think what's unattractive is when a guy <laughs> told you I could bring anything back to this. If you let me fucking pay for my drinks, that's unattractive. Um, <laughs> if you guys don't already know, Alina doesn't like it when you make her pay for her drinks and her food. <laughs> well, I'm married now, so I can pay for my own shit. And by that, I mean Mark's going to pay. But back in the day, um, no, I just think I just think it's like a sign of 
I don't know if the word is respect, but I just, it feels to me like you're trying. It feels to me like you, you care enough to be like, Hey, and it doesn't have to be every time, but the first fucking drink. Yeah. If you don't pay for that, Mm -hmm. we're done. We're done here. Never going to speak to you again. Um, what else do I find really unattractive? Or like when people, this is the thing that I hate the fucking most. Um, when you go out and you know, you're talking to someone and clearly they're inebriated, but they're like into you. And then they just start like hovering, especially if they're taller than you and they start to like hover above you while they're talking to you. And I'm like, Whoa, personal space, sir. Um, that's number one. And number two, when they're inebriated and they think that they have the right to put their hands on you. Like I really fucking hate it when I'm at a bar and a guy will just like put his hand like on my waist. Don't touch me. Can I ask why you're why are you saying inebriated? Like if you're fucked up, if you're drunk, <laughs> you're so PC right now. Like what's going well, on? Well, I mean, I love the word inebriated. Oh, okay, it's one bye. Because it okay, sounds bye. beautiful. It's like inebriated. You know, it's like it's like a flowery language. But yeah, no, if you're fucked up and you think that it's okay to touch someone, yeah. like don't touch me, bro. Like get off. Ugh. Yeah. I feel like I really like haven't had this happen recently. So I'm like, I'm genuinely trying to think, yeah, I guess if a guy like touches you, yeah, don't touch me. I didn't say you could. Um, What else is unattractive? Also, they haven't even said a word to you. Oh, bad teeth. That's a good one. If they haven't said a word to you and they touch you. Like if the dialogue has like gone on and clearly there's interest. Okay. Maybe we can start to like gauge the situation, but like, if you're if you haven't even talked to me and you're putting your hands on me in order to get my attention, like Maddie, what kind of vibes weird. do you put out there that people are just touching you? <laughs> I honestly think it is gonna sound so shitty, but I think like some people are wired that if like a woman is like curvy, has an ass, like automatically they assume like, oh, she's down. Because I can't tell you how many times I have been harassed at bars all the time. Oh my god, and people for some so odd sad. reason think that it's okay to touch my ass. Like, no didn't give you permission to do that. You can look, you can't touch. And if you look, you're fucking creepy. So there we have it. (laughs) People can't find my ass from my back. So it's never happened. They usually touch my back. (laughs) Don't worry guys. We're saving up for a BBL once this recession's over. That's plan number one. BBL Um, and some titties. Oh my God. I can't wait. Yeah, I really am going to get those too. I can't wait. I'm just gonna stare at them all day. Okay. Um, see, it's not creepy if I stare at my boobs, but if you yeah, stare at my boobs, we don't like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it. I would just say, yeah, behavior. like just personal space, bad teeth is just are not cute. Deal with it. Um, and, and then when you yeah, try to like whisper in your ear. Haven't you ever had that at bars? I've been married We're like, since like 12. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, I mean, sure. Like I said, it hasn't happened a long time. So I guess like I'm thinking more like outside of bars. Because yeah. when was the last time I went to a bar and had a guy come up to me and like whisper in my ear? I also just think I look like a raging bitch so people don't come up to me. See, I just need to do a better job of like having an RBF. I think the problem is, is like, I'm like, I try to smile, you know, because it's like I'm happy. I'm with my girlfriends. I'm having a good time, you know, no. but I'm usually I need judging to perfect everything around my RBF. Me. Yeah, you don't want anyone coming up to you. No one comes up to me. I'm okay with that. But if you want to pay for my drinks, you can come up to me. I mean, I haven't gone to a bar in a very, very long time. And the last time I did, pre-COVID, actually, this was like right after my dad died. And 
by, which by the way, was not a good idea for me to go out to this, this person's like birthday party and like drink martinis nonstop. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I was like surprised cause I was with a group of girls and I assumed like, Oh, I'll be safe. No, you're never safe. <laughs> And yeah, and I was just like, wow, like, and I feel like I didn't even put that vibe on of like, I'm interested in talking to people. I was very like, I'm here, I'm at the bar, I'm in front of my drink, like nobody talked to me and I'll only talk to like my girlfriends that are here. But that was the last time I went. And this was like probably back in 2018, end of 2018, was where it was like a girl's, out. like a girl's night out. Okay. Well, next time you come here, we're going to do a girl's night because they're fun. Yeah, I know. I know they're fun. And don't worry, I'll take care of you. I'll put my hand on your ass and no one else will. Good. Um, yeah. We'll pretend we're lesbians. I love it. <laughs> well, I guess I am coming out. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I, yeah, I guess in general, like guys, like, you know, if you're being creepy, you know, if a girl feels weird, just keep your fucking eyes to yourself, keep your hands to yourself, and just talk to her like yeah. she's a normal human being. I think that's yeah. all they need to do. Exactly. I agree. Um, yeah, I think those are the questions that I had for, for today. I love and it. And I think we should like leave some for, for next week. Cause these are kind of fun to like go over. Mm-hmm. It's like we're turning into relationship therapists or something. <laughs> I love it. To a degree. Yes. Um, and also I just, I love our weird stories. So it feels like blast from the past a little bit. I know. When I, we were like young and full of life, you know, <laughs> oh, before Lord. we hit 30. Before we hit, All right. oh God, stop. Well, before Anyways. we continue with the depressing talk about the world and our age <laughs> and the economy and our health, um, I think we're going to leave you all with that and we will catch you on Wednesday. Sounds good. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 